I'm Osher Ginsberg. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, you are on the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. Hi, I'm Georgia Love, and you're listening to the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. What do you do with an arts degree? I'm still not sure I know. I skipped three years worth of lectures just to binge watch awful shows. There must be some scholarship for accruing worthless knowledge. It's my only talent, honey. That and losing money. Let your excess hex debts rest and then just join us while we start on our bachelor. Bachelor. Bula! Hello and welcome back to the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. A Bachelor in Paradise Australia podcast from me, Max Quinn, plus my friend Xavier Reskinunen. Hello. And our friend Kelly Dawn Helmerich. Kelly is overseas at the moment. She's on tour with her famous band. And what is she? We in might be into the Fiji band. Or? Yeah, I don't know. Why would she leave us during Bachelor season? Mm. I'm upset about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a shame that Kelly uh, isn't with us, but she might be with us via audio drop throughout the season. Yes, uh, I think so she's going to check fans, in. Stick around for check ins and chats, and she's promised some internet sleuthing. Yes. I don't know what kind, but we will uh, look. Stay tuned. Yeah, you you might have to do some sleuthing of your own <laughs> to find out what that's all about. <laughs> but in the meantime, do stick around because there's going to be uh, so much. <laughs> <laughs> there's three episodes a week. There's so much. <laughs> there really truly is so much. <laughs> uh, we can promise an awkward interaction <laughs> becomes so explosive. <laughs> You'll have to hear it exactly as it happened with no editing, <laughs> raw, uncut. <laughs> I don't have much time to edit. Mm. Also, some fresh goss about uh, Nick the Honey Badger Cummins. Oh, yes. Good. But before we dive into that, I think that we should talk about, off the top, the fact that there are two new Bachelor Bachelorettes right. uh, to air later this season. So we're a good go for the whole year. And uh, we know who the people are. Can I just say, even before we get into that, yes. it's been like, what, six months or something like that? Yeah. Max, how are you and what have you been up to? Oh, Xavi, I'm really good, thank you. My life is very much the same. What about you? Yeah. Um, I went to see Aquaman. That was good. Yeah, it was a good flick. Okay. Well, so, okay, sorry, not to derail us or anything, <laughs> I just wanted to get that, because people are probably wondering. Yeah. It's one of those podcasts that's not every single week, so they're like, they're what, like, are, they what do? are they doing? So now yeah. they know. Xavier's seen Aquaman. Yeah. I think are mostly the same for me. Right. Um, I Did haven't you... seen Aquaman. I don't think I've watched any movies. <laughs> You've got to check out Aquaman, dude. Okay. All yeah. right. Fuck. Promise me. Flick of a lifetime. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, new Bachelors. Right. Yes. Okay. Neither are of them they? are from the Kingdom of Atlantis, as far <laughs> as I can tell. Um, uh, they are called Steven. And do you know what her name is? Angie. Okay, cool. Um, Should we find out full names? Let's do that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking have a clue. Bachelor.com. <laughs> Is it V or PH? I think it's a PH. Must be PH. So, of course, we know the new Bachelor. <laughs> His name is Stephen uh, Bachelor. He's a British author and teacher, wrote books and articles on Buddhist topics and leading meditation retreats throughout the world. I think you're looking at the 
Is this? Do you not think that this doesn't appear to be the the sixty six year old man from Dundee, United Kingdom, who has been no. married since nineteen eighty five? It's the one that we're talking about. I would watch that show. <laughs> Let's write that petition now. Uh, no, he's a handsome boy. He's a nice looking young lad. Controversially, physician, I believe. Pardon, physician. I think he is a student of the sciences. Oh. Um, and I think he is like an astrophysicist. Am oh, I correct in thinking that? Cool. That he's a man of the stars? I thought he was a doctor, but maybe he is a star boy. Well, I think the it's a crossover with Dancing boy. with the Stars. Ah, good, good. Channel 10. Channel 10. Yes. They've got it all going on. It's a controversial pick because they've gone with a white man with short brown hair. <laughs> <laughs> and as I pointed out on social media before, he's a, he's a white guy with short brown hair. He's got glasses. Why don't they fucking just ask me? Yeah, I know. It's very, very rude. Uh, so that's Stephen. And then there's Angie, who's the bachelorette. Right. Who uh, is somewhat more well-known. Talk to uh, me about this. Well, Why? we're aware of her credentials as, a, as opposed to Stephen's. Um, she is from television. Oh. She is a celeb. I didn't know this. What <laughs> celeb is she? <laughs> she didn't. She no. was. She was so much of a celeb that she had to be get gotten out of somewhere. Oh, yeah. She was from. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Yeah, I and didn't know a thing about this. Okay, so the reason that she was a celebrity for being, I mean, needing to be taken out of somewhere. Yes, is because she was on Gogglebox. Oh, which is interesting because this. that's a television show where they commentate on such shows as The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Okay, so we've gone full Inception. Yes, essentially. Yeah. And what it is is it's like the two halves of my personality. Not to make everything about me, but obviously <laughs> it is. Is like yes, handsome white guy with glasses, <laughs> and short brown hair, all that stuff, and also experienced Bachelor Bachelorette commentator. This is interesting. I wonder if they're going to play with the tropes. I'm really excited to talk about her when her season. Mm. Uh, comes up because having someone who is so familiar with the franchise right. uh, probably means that they're going to be able to do some stuff. But our familiar from an outsider perspective, mm, mm. Um, and we've seen them uh, take and mould people like Richie who come up through the franchise into these stiffened wooden bachelors. Mm. Uh, forthcoming chat about Richie. Certainly. Yeah, uh, yeah. Notwithstanding. Uh I hope that they allow her to have a personality. Yes. And the same personality that people, I guess, have come to know and like. Do they like yes. her? On yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, uh, she's lovable. She's very... Uh, she's one of us. You okay. Know. Yeah. All right. She's one, She's an every woman. Yes. Yeah. And uh, very gorgeous and all this. You know, she's perfect, perfect candidate for, for Batchy. And also, it proves an interesting theory to be correct. Or I don't know how you want to mm -hmm. adjudicate whether this is a pattern or not. But it seems to me... Uh, <laughs> seems today that all you see is violence in the movie. Um, it, we had uh, we had a celebrity female bachelor and a regular male bachelor with Sophie Monk's season. Yes, and then we had a celebrity male bachelor with a regular female bachelor. Interesting on Honey Badger's season. Mm -hmm. Now we're swinging back in the other direction where we've got a celebrity female bachelor again. Yeah, is this? Because it's been quite successful for Channel 10. True. And they're sort of satisfying both camps, the diehards like us who want to see, you know, our favourite batchy stars returning and that sort of thing. But then also bringing in those new crowds of people who are interested in sports and people who are interested in pop music and like all that kind of stuff. It's fascinating. I also think that it might be a strategic call to place... Uh a woman as the celebrity candidate this season because we know that the ratings for Ali's season were not good and traditionally the ratings for Bachelorette have been lesser than they are, than they are for Bachelor. It's true, yeah. And also, 
because when the last time they had a celebrity male bachelor, it was a fucking shit show, <laughs> and he's the worst human being. <laughs> I mean, should we take care of this off the top? So there's two things that I think that we should talk about before we talk about the rest of Paradise. Yes, and hello to any new fans, new listeners who are joining us for the first time. Yeah, hi. You've only got roughly 60 episodes to catch up on, so <laughs> once you get through that, this will all make a lot of sense. Oh, and uh-huh. you should watch every episode of the TV show to this point as well. <laughs> the vibe is... Uh, Nick Cummins, uh, he had some secrets revealed. Mm. So there was some Nick Cummins goss uh, that was that was laid out by Brooke uh, in Paradise that we should talk about. And I also want to get to Alex Nation and Richie's more serious chat as well. Yeah, let's start with Nick. Mm. We learned that he uh, during the filming of his season of Bachelor got down to the final three, pulled Brooke aside, mm. and said to her, "I'm choosing no one." Right. He stopped the cameras. Yeah, and he's smothered his mic. Yeah, in, in Brooks' words, you know, she she sat down with a bunch of people from her season mm. uh, to talk about this. Yeah, um, and yeah, apparently it was just after the motorbike ride on the uh, last date that they had together. So this happened after hometowns, um, before the big finale in New Caledonia. Uh, and it doesn't seem like this information was shared with the other finalists. It was just like a little secret for Brooke, I guess. Mm. Kind of strange to me. I don't really understand why he would tell her. He, in a quite controlling sort of move, told Brooke that she couldn't communicate this with anybody else. Yeah. It was like, why are you bringing this to her in the first place? That's a lot of yeah. responsibility for someone. 100%. It removes kind of all of her agency, or almost all of it, right? Mm. I think it's a very... Um, like a, a weird gaslighty kind of move to say to someone, look, here's the information, but you're not allowed to tell anyone mm. because it's now a secret that we share. Right. Um, it's taking some of the burden off him. Yes. Mm. Uh, so I think that in, in that sense, it's it was a pretty cooked move that left Brooke with kind of only one place to go on the chessboard, mm. which was to reveal this information in paradise. Right. I would also like to talk about the fact that it does seem like a breach of non-disclosure. Yeah. Um. But we have seen the producers and Osher as well pretty readily hanging shit on Nick uh, throughout yeah. these episodes already. Yeah. Um, they. What did Vanessa Sunshine call refer to say what Nick was? Uh, oh, I got a shit bachelor. Something yes. like that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And also when we were introduced to Richie, mm. um, his little line was like, oh, well, I was the world's most hated man until Nick Cummins came along. Yeah. Yeah. Or Australia's least favorite bachelor or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Um, so you're right. Like the narrative of the show is pretty anti honey badger. Yeah. Um, um, and I would say that obviously is because he got to a stage where he was, you know, had become the bachelor in order to sell a book. Yes. Um, and did the book sell? I, I don't, I can't imagine Didn't it hear did. A lot he had to cancel it. the entire book tour. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Sort of blew up in his face. I it is. Um, I was looking back on our episode that we recorded at this time. Yes, and where we were like, oh, I wonder what happened with Brooke and that kind of thing. Yeah, it did seem like there was a little bit of unclear editing. Yeah. Now, that's every episode. So <laughs> <laughs> there is usually some weirdness to the way that this show is put together. We can't yeah. necessarily write that up as a prediction on right. our part, but. <laughs> We're pretty smart. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you know the conceit of the show, but me and Max are actually very clever. Yeah. Cute and funny boys. Yeah, All right. That too. Uh, the other thing that we I want to talk about is, uh, and give its own space to up the top of the show, is what's happened between Richie and Alex. Right. So Richie, the former bachelor, Alex, the woman that he picked to start a relationship with famously, he lived in Perth. She lived in the Mornington Peninsula with her son. 
I'm pretty sure if you're a new listener, you will have just re-listened to that season. Oh, yeah. That of was course. the first Welcome one back. that we did. So, <laughs> yeah, you'll be familiar with all the gory details. It's, it's really interesting, I think, that uh, Richie has made the decision to come on Paradise. Mm. It's sort of like, uh, it's never happened before. Right. A Bachelor in any iteration of the Bachelor franchise, the person who was the Bachelor has never come to Paradise. Right. And Paradise has been going for like five, six years now in, in the States. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a, a, a world first. Mm. And it's also maybe a little bit of uh, an image saver for Richie, right? Oh, I mean, I'm sure he hopes so. Yeah. Um, it's probably something of a necessary move. I think... I would wager that they would have said yes to him even if Alex Nation wasn't coming on the show. Yeah. But probably once they knew that they had one, getting the other became pretty imperative. Yeah. I would say, I don't know the order that it happened. No. Because um, I'm sure they would have said yes to either of them because they're both like p- such a big part of that story yeah, and story so many characters. of the stories that yeah. have happened since then. Mm. Obviously, and based on like tabloids and stuff like that, like both of them are interesting figures outside of the True. show. True. Yeah. And so the, the other thing about that is that we've seen that you know, Nick Cummins doesn't have to be there for it to be interesting, like mm. the chat about him. Mm. But having the two of them there made for a pretty compelling piece of television, which was basically them having their relationship post-mortem mm. um, at a bench and they showed it unedited. Right. Um, so I want to talk to you about that. Firstly, how did you feel about, before we even talk about what was said, how did you feel about the way that we were shown what happened? Well, I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. Mm. It's like there's no music. We have a camera pretty much on close-up, uh, pretty static on both of their faces in a split screen, you know, one on one side, one on the other. Yeah. Um, it's a technique that was used to great effect in an American Bachelor finale. Oh. Uh, I think it was last year. I didn't um, know this. Yeah, the one with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ali, no. Mm. <laughs> like, it's funny how this stuff goes yeah. in and out of your brain. Um <laughs> Ari. Ari, Ari, that's right. Yeah, Lion he was, yeah, yeah. or something, mm-hmm. um, who had a very controversial sort of last uh, appearance on the show where he made his final decision, chose a woman, and then very soon after changed his mind. Yes. And a camera crew followed him to go and break it to the woman that he had actually decided to go with the slightly younger, blonder <laughs> like other lady. Rough. Uh, and so we had to watch... Oh, this is the fence jumping man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Fence jumping man is this season. Oh. And what's his name? Look, Max... <laughs> We d- we deal exclusively uh, in Australian imperatives yeah. uh, here. Let's uh, let's chat about um, this technique. So we were shown it unedited. Did you like that? I d- I mean I did. Yeah. Um, it was very hard to watch. As yeah. I'm sure it was by design. Yes. Um, many people would argue that more editing will, will help things like this, make it a little bit easier to swallow. Yeah. Um, and perhaps make it a little more sensitive, but also, uh. It, it did provide them with, I think, the respect, you know, of, well, I don't know. Because the thing is, on one hand, it's more respectful to not get your fingers into that pie and, like, start mucking around and editing and shit like that. Yep. But on the other hand, it's more respectful to cut some of it. Yes. Because sitting there, wallowing in it and doing something this dramatically different makes it stand out so much from the rest of Paradise, True. which is all, like, fucking marimba music and stuff. <laughs> like, it draws so much attention to this moment. Mm. Um. But, you know, is that the best way to handle it? I don't really know. I don't know either. I mean, I think that the they probably had two choices. Um, one was to not show it at all. Mm. 
or and the other was to show it in its entirety. And yeah. because it's a TV show that they're both on, they pr- really can't not show it at all. So mm. I think that the decision that they made was the right one and probably probably the only one given the intention of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um I I liked that it was as uh I don't know, I, as you say, I think I think it's respectful to be able to show both sides and this is such a highly edited show that bucking that trend was a really effective technique that it's sort of like uh, gave me a little bit of pause as mm. I was watching to be like, okay, cool. This is a these are the kind of real world conversations mm. that are happening on uh, happening on the inside of paradise, and we're yeah. seeing we are shown such a highly edited product. Yeah, but for for that to happen on the beach on TV was, I mean, from a production side, it's a cool get, mm. but uh, as a viewer, it was really compelling, and I think that the way that they showed it was pretty pretty smart. Yeah, yeah. Do we talk about the subject matter? I mean, they're, they're talking around some, like, really sensitive stuff. Yeah. Uh, obviously, like, it's not really our place to comment or whatever. No. Um, it Like, there's a lot of stuff about the way that their relationship ended. Mm. Um, I think that they both came off as pretty reasonable people uh, in this in this discussion. I was not wild about how Richie handled himself here. Interesting. I mean, it, it it's... Because it's so open to interpretation. I, I think the thing is, because they have these static shots, I'm sure that they know this is like how it's being filmed. Yes. Um, because they are talking around things in such a way that, um, you know, nothing's 100% clear about what they're talking about and that sort of thing. And yeah. they're not willing to go completely off the leash or anything totally, like that at yeah. each other. Yeah. But you can feel Richie really arcing up and getting defensive about something that... So, like, Alex... Um, Alex makes references to a specific time when she needed Richie to be present for something extremely personal to her and involving both of them. She says no woman should have to go through that alone. It seems to point to one sort of specific thing. Yeah. Um, it like it seems like uh, if we're to postulate and the things that have been uh, thrown out on the internet mm. is that there was perhaps pregnancy that was terminated. Yeah. Um, and if that's the case, then Richie, I think, is being really callous in mm. in this because he is referring to her changing her goalposts and he's talking about how difficult she made this thing and that kind of thing and mm. you, you don't detect a lot of compassion towards her in what it reads like a very sensitive difficult uh, situation yeah um uh, it does seem like that's that's one of those um like that part of the conversation particularly he did not he didn't shine yeah. Um, if we're to look at it in the, uh, it seems like there were, were a lot of reasons though that that relationship didn't, right? Um, didn't end up working out, and the like, the point counterpoint of it was, uh, it was like, I felt both of them gave opinions that were relatively justifiable mm. based on their, um, based on their own the, like the way that they see the world yeah you know and i think that is part of why this was so effective yeah is that you are because if if this had been chopped down for time or yeah. you know efficiency or whatever you would have lost a lot of that nuance and you would have focused on what the key items were yeah and you wouldn't necessarily get as round a picture of them as two human beings going through a difficult situation yeah um so that is to the show's credit yeah and they're like 
they're very aware of the situation that they're in as well, Alex and Richie. Mm. And, you know, that they're able to get through it and say, you know, we wish each other well. They have no ill feelings towards each other at the end of it. Yeah. There's um, this very nice, like, at the end of what I think is like eight or nine minutes. Yeah. They f- fade the um, split screen out in mm. like a very sort of subtle way and you take a breath in for the first time in quite a while. And yeah. It's, you know... It plays quite well. It's, it's, I, I said on Twitter it was like filmic. You yes, know? yeah. It's it's re- it was a really effective um, of way of going about it. If we're to touch even further on the subject matter, I think that, um, with the exception of the particularly sensitive issue in which you know, uh, I don't know if it's anyone's place to make comment without knowing the the entirety of, right. of the story. Right. Um, I think that they both came off as people who had their own um, way of perceiving something as reasonable and those things ended up being at odds with each other. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Richie's idea of what it means to be available from far away yeah. versus what Alex needs and mm. sometimes those things are incompatible. Yeah. And I think that they both illustrated their side of things in a way that was relatively respectful to each other and sensitive to uh, the needs of, like, in a in a weird way, they were able to meet each other's needs in this conversation about how they weren't able to meet each other's needs. Yeah. And I thought that was really nice. And it's so vital for the continuation of this show. Definitely. It, like, if they, you know, part, such a big part of them being on this island together mm. is getting this shit out of the way yeah. and not having every single conversation be about this. Totally. Because, like, it is such a... Like, it makes everything else seem so insignificant. Right. But it has to be addressed head on so that the insignificant stuff can still exist and still That's be it. fun. And we can still have people doing cha-cha dances <laughs> and, like, people talking to wild animals and all this kind of stuff it's that great. happens. Yeah. Like, it's, it's really interesting. Like, it also sets up for uh, future drama quite nicely because as we see, um, Richie and Alex start to explore the, the machinations of romance as they appear now mm. with all of these new people who are mm. coming through paradise through a process that has worked for them before. Right. Um, w- like it sets up for perhaps drama, jealousy. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, mm. all of those things that have uh, uh, plague anyone in a breakup. Yeah. And it's going to be um, is like voyeuristically kind of juicy, I guess, to Sure. Or it sets up for that potential. And that's why they're there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sh- we should meet the players. Let's right? meet the players. We should yeah. talk about who is here because it's quite a long cast list. Yes. They're people... I think they've done a fairly good job uh, this time around of casting people that we're familiar with. I think so. I guess like you and I are not necessarily the uh, the best judges of that because we're <laughs> familiar with everyone. <laughs> True. Um, as, as is our position in the world. Yeah. I tell you though, I wasn't familiar with... There were two people who came through who I did not um, have familiarity okay. with. Okay. One of them was Connor. Yes, okay, an American. Um, and the other one was Brittany. Right. Who, who uh, was on the show for like a, a one episode. Well, can we talk about Brittany then? Yeah, let's talk. Can we come to her when we come to her? I'd like okay. to go through in like um Let's go in the order that they were introduced. Yes. Great idea. Okay, yeah. so first out of the gate is Shannon. 
Shanna's just like a ball of energy. She's really positive. She's from Nick Cummins' season. So she's fresh on top of our memory. She's very, very expressive, I think, is one of her key things. It's yeah. Like she, I don't know if we want to say she's, like, gifable as a human <laughs> being. She definitely is, though. But, like, there, I think that's one of the strengths of this show. Yeah. Dating back, like, a number of years uh, on particularly American season, I guess. Like, mm. they often cast people who just have, like, elastic faces. Like, you hear about, like, Jim Carrey's star power. Yes. Is, like, that he can do lots of things with his face. 100%. And you look and at people across reality TV, and that is true. Like, right. Great. Uh, let's survive a reference. First one for the season. Great Survivor jury members mm. are people who are so expressive as things play out in Tribal Council. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And why don't you just marry it? Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Shannon, like, okay, great. Yes. Have a good time. She's a great first guest because yes. she is so affable. She's kind of an every woman. Like, you can see a bit of yourself in her. Yeah. Um, I kind of think no matter no matter who you are, there's a little bit of Shannon for you. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I think you just sit down, you watch Shannon, you're like, we're going to have a great time. We're going to have a great time. Yeah. And, uh, like, she'll be a really good narrator for this season too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, both I, sh- both Max and I just stuck our tongues out in that weird little way that he does. Uh, it's just okay. So Bill is back. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of conjecture about Bill last season because how much of it was him being the victim of or or like a secondary victim of Charlie's malvolence mm. um, and disgusting. Uh, Malevolence and also male violence. I uh, guess. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, mm. that's both of those. Mm. Yeah, mm. fuck. Um, yeah, that was really good. Um, so <laughs> Charlie, that's why they was, pay me the big bucks, Maxi. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. I've come completely unstuck over over how good that was. Um, so Bill is back because uh, he got to what fourth place in yeah. in like Ali season. He did well, yeah. Did he make the final even? Who was it down to? Was it Tate or... Nah, he didn't make the final. It wasn't the final two, but he was in the last three or four. Bill's here. I'd like to reaffirm my position that he's the worst kind of privileged um, fucking uh, high school boy. Hmm. Uh, And I'm glad that he's not like... Remember Last Paradise? Hmm. And there was the... uh, actual convicted lost paradise music festival yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah uh the actual convicted um abuser from perth what was yeah. his name blake blake yeah yeah um i'm glad that we don't have to avoid him entirely yeah because i think there's some interesting conversations to be had with bill around uh privilege and uh the way you project yourself in these kind of conversations mm. and in these situations that are arising on paradise mm. and how slimy Bill is proving himself to be once again. He just seems like a little grub, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, the other things that I'd like to say about Bill Wright off the bat, blazer and shorts, what did you think? Ooh, mm. not too much. Also, what do you think of the calf tattoo? Remind me. He has an entire calf tattoo now. <laughs> Wait, do you mean of a calf? No, 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 no. <laughs> baby calf? Like, right up the back of this calf. Yeah. Um, doo-doo-doo-doo, baby calf. Um... <laughs> Uh, he, uh, he, like, has this uh, full black circular piece. I don't mm. know if it's tribal. I haven't been able to investigate. Didn't spot it. I'll okay. have to go back in. Have a look, because it was something that caught my eye straight away. Mm-hmm. Wait, now? Or <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, the other thing about Bill is he's a racist. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. We yeah, forgot about we that. We ought to yeah. mention that. <laughs> he's a racist. 
Um, Brooke from Nick Cummins' season. We talked about her a little bit already. Brooke's there. We like Brooke. Our hero. Yes, she is. Uh, she describes herself as a proud Aboriginal woman. She uh, is a openly queer or like bisexual woman. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know if she's actually used either of those words necessarily. But she said she likes girls and she likes boys. Right. Yeah. Yes. That, I think those are the words she's used. Yep. Um, Brooke rules. We love her. She's very small. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that on this episode because there's a, there's like a physics based date coming up. Oh yeah. Where they yeah. have to like spring each other off a big inflatable. <laughs> And she is so small. Yeah. She doesn't even make a dent in it. It's so funny. Um, we might not be bi-baited this season based on the previews. Well, <laughs> famous last words, Max. I know, I know. But I know. we might not be. Yeah, I'm trying not to get too excited, but it is pretty cool. Crossing my fingers. It is pretty cool. Like, this is truly yeah. the first time, possibly in Bachelor history, definitely in Australian Bachelor history, mm-hmm. that we have had multiple, like, out, um, you know, openly queer or, you know... yeah. Multi-gender focused. <laughs> sure, like, you don't want to make up terms uh, yeah, for these yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, in the same place at the same time, Let's able to goes. do some stuff together if they want to. Yeah, it's cool. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the trap music that plays uh, as Patty enters paradise. <laughs> I thought you were doing some like <laughs> bisex music. <laughs> Which I would also be very into. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, zero time is spent with Patty in his intro. Uh-huh. Um, he still... Because we look at yeah. him and we get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He still looks and sounds like Malfoy crossed with a Jack Russell. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I say his opening line is, here we go again? <laughs> Which is just about right. <laughs> he also appears to be sponsored this season by a clothing brand called States. Okay. Um... If you look at it, he's wearing this one shirt. When he's not shirtless, he's wearing this one shirt that says States all the time. Interesting. Yeah, it's an American-branded, Australian-based clothing label. Weird. Yeah. He's very British. He's very British, mm. yeah. Uh, he's uh, got the big three of uh, cultural English speakers all <laughs> all tied together. Wow, Max is up the leash this time. Get him, buddy. <laughs> Get him. Um, I don't like Paddy. Nah. I think Paddy... Um, I think Patty is pretty toxic, mm. uh, but I also I think Patty is more of a joke than an actual. He's not a real threat. problem. Yes, yeah, yes. And I think you can take one look at him and get it. We don't really need to dissect it. Yep. Because um, like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it is interesting to see him being like fawned over and like hot property on the island. This is bizarre. That's we'll the, get to this. Yeah, that's the wild thing. Mm. Um, but next we've got Cass from Nick Cummins' season. The quote-unquote stage five Klinger. This is fascinating casting to me. All throughout her season... I mean, she's a great character. She's Mm. a great person. She's an interesting one. But, like, all throughout her season, I was so convinced. And I think I remember telling you a bunch of times on the podcast, there's no way she'll come back for Paradise. Yeah. Because they weren't giving her any room to breathe outside of the narrative of Nick Cummins' number one fan. Yeah, there was... It's so interesting because, like, her whole bit was... I love Nick. Right. And now she's like, oh, I'm here. Yeah. I don't know what they... She's like a blank canvas, and that's what makes her so interesting yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, I think that it was a Frankenbite, the stage five, stage five Klinger. Right. Okay. So, uh, Frankenbite, if you're new, hello. Hi. Um, it, basically... Think they, about the movie Frank and Weenie. <laughs> <laughs> basically, they take a clip of you saying stage five Klinger, in this case, where you've said it before, for example... 
a number of times on the previous season of The Bachelor. Yeah. And they insert it into the sentence that you're saying now. Yeah, essentially a Frankenbite, a sentence that is made up of Frankenbite dialogue is one that is, you know, like Frankenweenie. <laughs> It, assembled from a dog that got hit by a car and then brought back to life by a little kid who resembles Vincent Price. <laughs> so we all saw Frank and Weenie Max. Okay, Are we going to talk about Dumbo next. Well, he—I uh, don't think he's that dumb. He's—he has rebranded to Jimmy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think should have called him <laughs> smarter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, James is back for this season. Yeah, from Sophie Monk's season. Yeah. Uh, we like him, as I recall. Yeah. Um, he's he a pretty was, affable, pretty yeah. normal-seeming dude. He's kind of like a sweet dork who was the... What was the character he played? Um, Friar Tuck to Sam from last season's... From Sophie Monk's season. He was the guy who was the awful can ogler. Mm. Remember oh, Sam? Oh, I remember this. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and James was the funny Friar Tuck. Yes. 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 And we like James for that reason. Mm. He goes by Jimmy now. Right. I like Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy's nice. He seems like a dad. There is a bit of dad to him. He's not yet a dad. And I don't mean necessarily a daddy. No. <laughs> <laughs> but like he's got like, a, what was that? What was I said? He's got an energy of like someone I would like behind the barbecue. Certainly. You know? Yeah. He seems like he is a kind man who is a bit distinct from these other chiseled um, hmm. carbon copies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we've got Cat. Well, wasn't that? It was Strings. It was the villain Strings. Oh. I paid attention. Oh, thank you. So I didn't. They, it's really interesting. Like, it was distinct from Patty, even though they both had kind of a villainous edit in their previous seasons. Yeah. Um, I think we are meant to laugh at how stupid Patty is. Yes. But we're probably meant to hate Cat. Yeah. Right? And I think that's what that music is telling us. I suppose so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kat, you'll remember from Nick Cummins' season. Mm. She was one of a few different, like, mean girls. Yeah. That they characterize as mean girls in that season. Um, she was not very nice. No. Uh, it, I'm not thrilled to see Kat back in paradise. Mm. Um, oh, well, I'm not thrilled to see Kat doing the same shit. Totally. Because that's, that's essentially yeah. what happens mm. is she is really good for acerbic, like, spicy takes in commentary and that kind of thing. But she doesn't really get on with anybody. Yeah. And she just kind of drags things a little bit. Um, like, some of the stuff that she says is funny if yeah. you're willing to you know, meet her at her level, but also like, it's not, she's not like a romantic character. She's not. Yeah. It's like, I think they were casting her hoping for a Kira sort of ceiling. Mm. Uh, but I, it's not achieved in yeah. this episode and a half that she's in. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, well, she does. go. <laughs> she? Yeah. We'll get to that, I guess. Um, Brittany. I so, forgot about her. Yeah. I had no idea. So she was an intruder. Um, on Nick Cummins' season. She didn't last very long. I think maybe one episode. Um, I think maybe it was like, you get to pick two of them. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> or yeah. something. You know, it was like, maybe she was there for one episode so that someone else could be displaced and all of the other women could go, he's keeping these intruders over the us original guys <laughs> you don't even know them. And then he got to know them and he was like, oh, uh, Brittany. Gotta go. But I do remember a lot of Brittany. She left a lasting impression. mm as a goof, as a bit of a weirdo, as someone who seemed to be getting a little bit of an unfair edit, 
Whereas this time around, I feel like she's definitely leaning into that. Certainly. She's like, well, this is my value <laughs> as yeah. a human being, um, for better or for worse. It's um, interesting to watch people play the characters of themselves. Right. And I think Paradise creates the the like um, landing strip for them to do that, I guess. Certainly. It's like returnee syndrome. Right. Where it's like, well, this is why I was asked to return, to mm. do more of this classic bit of... It, it within the space of two minutes in her first confessional, she mentions four different types of dance. Yes. Okay. Do you have them in a list? <laughs> uh, so, are cha cha and conga the same thing? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, tango, different. And she also just says general dancing. Okay. So that's the yeah. fourth type. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's impressive. Mm-hmm. I think clearly she was great talent who they didn't get to utilize enough on last season. So yeah. she's an obvious one to bring back for that. Like, what the fuck factor. Yes, um, she tells Osha that she wants three kids in the next five years, and also that if anyone proposes to her, she'll say yes. Mm. At this point, I start getting a little bit sad for Brittany. Yeah. Because I'm thinking there's clearly, like, maybe this is her personality, maybe this is all of who she is, but to me, I'm like, that can't be it. Yeah. Like, there must be a person who really craves love and you Someone know who has wants a meaningful you know yes. like it's a quite a surface read of a person yeah and like perhaps she's making the choice to not go all that deep into herself because of all of the other things that she's doing and yeah you know being asked to do and that kind of thing i haven't seen um anything from her that is like that feels what i would consider to be like real or do you know what i mean mm. like it's it's um Everything feels like it has been magnified by about 40%. Yeah, I think it's just a very performative... There you go. Yeah, like, and and that's fine. It's to her credit. She's very entertaining. She's good at it, yeah. It makes me think she's an incredible reality TV character, but she may not be an incredible Bachelor character. Yeah. At least at this point. I would love to see if one of the people in Paradise could help break down those walls, or if she wants to make the decision to open up a bit more in that way. Or, you know, maybe this is maybe this is just it. Maybe this is just what we get and we get to laugh for a little bit yeah. at this person who is doing, as you say, um, is performing a bit of a role and is very, very good at it. Yes. Um, then we have Alex, American Alex, that is. Oh, yeah, Alex who, B. I don't know if we have a good nickname for yet. American Jared was such an <laughs> iconic... <laughs> Amja. Uh, yeah, Amja. Love Amja. What about... Okay, so American Alex. What about like Ann Al or like Anal? What about... <laughs> <laughs> Just looking at how I've written his name here and that jumps out to me. Um, he is from Rachel's season of Bachelorette USA in 2017. The best Bachelorette. I would say. She ruled. Rachel Lindsay's amazing. Yeah. Um, You and I both watched it and enjoyed it quite a lot. Um, I didn't remember a huge amount about Alex. He was just like chiseled and good looking. Yes. Yeah. But I did do a little bit of digging. Talk to me about what you've dug up. Well, I found his uh, original cast bio from his US season. Right. And he strikes me as like a really dynamic, really interesting guy. Yeah. Um, He says his favorite artist is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Sick. Um, he, the most romantic gift he has ever given is a car. <laughs> what? Uh, and when asked, quote, who are your top three favorite groups or artists and why? So mm. like musical. Uh, he goes, Coldplay, Beatles, can't really think of a third one. Wow. <laughs> There's a lot to Alex B. <laughs> What's going on? He is jacked. 
Yes. Got to give him oh. credit for a fantastic read. What do you think he listens to on his headphones at the gym? This is, I don't know, Nothing? our podcast? Oh, there must be. <laughs> what does anyone listen to on their headphones at the gym? <laughs> Talk to the jackedest person you know, listener, and just ask them. What they put on at the gym. Yeah. This and is an interesting question because it's what, it's a question that Nathan also has right. for Alex B. What's his gym regime? Yeah. Uh, speaking of Nathan, mm. here he is. Hello, Nathan. Uh, from Ali's season, the most recent one. Um, we, I think, dismissed him a little bit. Yeah. Would it be fair to say? I think we, yeah. He, he was um, sort of like a younger gym bro mm. who left pretty early after a, com- a confrontation with Charlie. And I remember him being pretty, like, young and there being some maturity questions from Ali. Sure. Um, but then he was also the first person to really see Charlie for who he was and call him out on that. Yeah, yeah. And so I think this is welcome casting. Mm. Um, to and see. I think he's going to have a pretty good arc because even in the next couple of episodes, mm. we start to see him really opening up a bit Yeah, and being less of just like a young, fit boy and being more of like a compassionate listener and that sort of thing. Yeah, it's it's really interesting and I am looking forward to seeing how this develops for Nathan. Yeah. Uh, then we have Rachel. She's back. She's back. So <laughs> she's from Richie's season. Uh, she was also on Paradise last year. Yep. She's a pretty familiar face at this point. I'm excited that we get to see her again. She's been a perennial favorite of mine. Yes. I think she's someone who's very hard on herself. I'm personally quite glad that she is back to explore more of that on the TV. Mm. If I was her, I'm not sure if I'd come back. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't she? I mean, like, maybe um, the advantage is just becoming, like, an elder statesperson of The Bachelor, you know, universe. Because she has such an incredible role as a commentator and as someone who really seems to understand how everything works, how everything should work. And she's gotten better at confessional, too. She gives a great confessional now. Totally, yeah. So, uh, she's a welcome addition. Um, I I think so, too. It'll be interesting to see, you know, she's not the most foreground character for me mm. she's not one that i'm necessarily interested in following her story as much um but although like i think she's maybe the oldest person there i want good things for her mm. i mm. want her to find love it was really fascinating in the conversation that she had with osha where Osha's like are you dating what's going on why are you here again and she's like oh, i just thought I don't want to date anybody. It's too uncomfortable. She's so I just like, come I back to like paradise. Dating. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just come back to paradise. Yeah. yeah. Which is on the surface, a very funny, relatable thing. <laughs> but then also like, Oh, interesting. What is life like for someone like that? You know? True. Um, I want her to make good choices. Um, I see her floating back towards Richie and I'm a little concerned maybe. And Bill. And Bill. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff to unpack there. We'll do that after we get to, Alicia. Right. Uh, Alicia from Nick Cummins' season. Um, a fairly recent... <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> she was in um, student politics. She was in, like... She was a Bill Shorten Labour staffer That's for right. a while. Yeah. Now I guess she's floating around Batchy town. Being a Batchy, being a batchy person. She was on Kat's uh, team of... In her axis snarky. of evil. Yes, exactly. She falls within the axis. And she came on saying... Uh, last season, she was a commentator on the action, and this season, she wants to get some action herself. Right on. 
she slips so comfortably back into that confessional commentator role. Yeah. It's really funny. Yeah. It's within two seconds, she's like, <laughs> giving right, these amazing expressive confessionals about yeah. like everybody else on the island and why they're here and what this means. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. She's an incredible communicator. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that extends to her in a relationship in some way or, you know, like, deal, you know, getting amongst the, the dudes that she's interested in and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, She's just having a bit of fun. That's the impression I get. We are going through character by character, but I did make a special heading here for um, Brittany again. And the heading says, (laughs) Brittany is scared of birds. That is is new. I do want to just talk about this piece of information that's revealed. Mm. She um, shirks away from two separate birds, and she says that it's because when she was five, she put her head inside a birdcage. It's not that she dislikes birds. <laughs> it's not that she has a general like. It's not that she has no desire to own a bird. It's like the notion of birds. <laughs> it's not that she was scared of the movie The Birds. It's like yeah, <laughs> she wants there to no longer be birds. <laughs> What's going on? I can't explain this, but I'm looking forward to that developing. Certainly, I hope. Well, I mean, it's a real Chekhov's gun. <laughs> Like, in this first episode, they've set up that she's afraid of birds. So, naturally, before the end of the series... We're going to have her going on some sort of bird date. Well, I think, yeah, one of the one of the people who come in through those big doors of paradise will be, like, an emu or something. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, Jules is going to walk in with a toucan or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's that funny. would actually kind of suit him. It would. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in walking, but not with a toucan. Mm-hmm. Richie. Ah, uh, here he is. He's back. Yes, uh, we've, I guess we've talked about him a fair amount already. He was The Bachelor. He's not anymore. <laughs> he once was. You know, Channel 10 told us that he was the most desirable man in Australia. Boy, did that prove not to be the His case. His stocks have fallen. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, he uh, sure is Richie. He is a stiff plank of wood, but I think that in this kind of a role where he does not have to be the featured player, we can see a little bit more flexibility from Richie. Mm. And even though he is still very much like, I'm questioning how much of a good TV character he is. Yeah. You know, um, I'm reminded of how much potential he had before he was The Bachelor. Yeah. And how much it seemed that he was a slightly off the wall slightly interesting type of guy. Yes. And now he is just... I was hoping, and I guess I still continue to hope, that in Paradise, he will loosen back up again. We'll get less of him fulfilling duty and more of him... Um, being a, like a nut. Yeah, saying cool banana. Like, yeah. drop in cool banana. Like, you're on an island. There's probably bananas <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Have him pick up a banana and go, hmm. Cool. Ah, like, yes. How hard There's would that be? Good stuff that Richie have him wearing a minions t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I just thought it was cool. <laughs> like, I want good things from Richie this season. Yep. I think that he is in a position to be able to do a little bit of image rehabilitation. Certainly, and no doubt that's why he's back on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Vanessa Sunshine. <sighs> Rest in peace. Oh God. We, what a shame. Let's talk about Vanessa and Beth, Vanessa Sunshine's entire arc right now. <laughs> let's, I mean, we owe it to her to talk, you know, completely unedited. <laughs> We've already composed a ballad to this incredible woman. She's such a great 
Bachelor character, but I have no idea why the fuck she's here. Well, okay. I think the reason that she's here is because it is undeniable how fucking great she is. True. Um, I think she was asked and she was like, look, why the fuck not? Yeah. It seems like that's the amount of like processing that that decision went through. Yeah. Which I love. I have a huge amount of respect for that. Mm. I don't think she had extremely high hopes for the... Who did she expect to meet? <laughs> I'm not sure. There's no one on the inside for you, Vanessa Sunshine. I don't think her type... I don't even think she has a type. I yeah. think she's her type is like broadly someone with more substance than would ever be on this show. <laughs> I mean, with a few exceptions. Yeah. Um, S- someone who I, I was watching The Good Place the other day, and uh, good show. Firstly, should have called it that. Should have called it that. Yeah. yeah. Um, the the line was something about how the character had the good looks to be on The Bachelor, but was smart enough to never be on The Bachelor. <laughs> it's very. That's good. precisely Vanessa Sunshine's type. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, you know, she she shows up at the start of episode two. Yep. um, And she's gone by the start of episode (laughs) three. And it's pretty upsetting. She does get to have a date, though. Yeah. Um, But, but like, you know, in her introduction, Osha's like, why are you here? Which is a question that he's asked everybody. And we get this incredible answer from her. She's so dry. She's Well, I mean, she's like, I got a shit bachelor. But then she also says, I'm not willing to settle and compromise on less than what I know I deserve. And it's just like, I'm pumping my fist in the air. I'm like, why isn't everyone like this on the show? <laughs> and then Osha has her sniff the men's shirts from the first day. So bizarre. <laughs> I love just, it. He's gone into their little cabins and stole it all of their clothes. <laughs> um, and she, she has to sniff them all for pheromones. And, you know, she has to try and ignore the fact that she doesn't like the designs of all of them. She's like, I would never see it. I would never like someone who wore this. But the one that she picks belongs to Nathan. Yeah. And it's the beginning of this, like, does Nathan rule? Like, yeah. quietly, is Nathan kind of sick? Yeah, it's this it's this strange arc that starts here where he's, like, walking down the beach and sees Vanessa Sunshine and he gives her this big smile and wave. Mm. And she's like, oh, fuck, shit. I can't believe that it's Nathan. Mm. And Nathan's, like, a doofus, but right. he's kind. Yeah. And... Uh, it, or at least has been portrayed to be so far. I'm always cautious about those kind of assessments on The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Um, God forbid anyone could be a good person on this show. <laughs> yeah. um, but Vanessa Sunshine's like, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And for him, like, he's like, okay, challenge accepted. And he actually tries. Yeah. And I love that about their date. Right. He yeah. gives it a go. And to her credit, I think she does too. Yeah. Like, she's like, oh, what? Hi! Like, <laughs> that's quite a good little turn. Yeah. And then, what is it? They have a little massage? I have a massage date. He massages her with his chest. Yeah, so, I mean, here's the thing. They have this beach meeting, and you can tell there's a conversation that takes place between that and the massage, where it's like, look. This was unexpected. Yeah. You know I didn't pick you, right? Like, <laughs> no offense. Like, they were probably super nice to each other. It's like, yeah. look, okay, look. We get it. I just got here. We're here to make a TV show. Right. And then and then it was like, no hard feelings. Let's yep. just have a bit of fun. And then Nathan kind of goes in for it. Gr- gives a great opportunity for Vanessa to complain about him in yeah. a very lighthearted, very enjoyable way. This is just a treasure. This it's is a great, a great moment. date. Yeah. yeah. It's um, a great bad date. Right. Right. But, but that's so much of the joy of this show. Yes. Watching these people who don't connect is sometimes as enjoyable as watching the people fall in love. Right. You know? We love both these things yeah, about the show. I think that's the beauty that Paradise offers and it's why we're covering it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, Alex Nation's here. Uh, yeah. She turns up, she's got short hair now. 
Yep, yep. She has a long conversation with Richie. Right. She talks about how she's attracted to girls and she's attracted to boys. Great. She's hoping to see Brooke or Alex Marks. On Great. What, what's her name? Megan Marks. Megan Marks. On, in on the inside. And uh, look, I'm here for it. The arc, her character arc is significantly tied to Richie's. Mm. And as we've said before, it's going to be wild to watch that play out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've already seen her start to have feelings for a bunch of different people. Yeah. And she gives a bunch of great confessionals. And it's really interesting. I think that uh, she is portrayed this time as maybe a little bit more hinged. Yes. In the sense that she last last time she was on the show, there was a, um, a wildness to her eyes and her expressiveness. Mm. And she was given a bit of that crazy girl edit. Maybe a little. Yeah. 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 It does seem that she has generally sort of chilled out a little bit. Uh-huh. And... Um, I mean, that comes with aging a few years and I'm sure a lot of stuff has happened in her life. It's made her sort of think about how she wants to uh, behave and portray herself in this environment and that yeah. kind of thing. And she knows how the show works now. And yeah. She knows what happens outside of it. So she's probably also being a little bit cautious. And I also feel like the show does owe her a favor just Fucking for being a. there. Like, yeah. um, she didn't have to rock up and yeah, um, hopefully they're treating her with respect for that reason. Yes. Also... Every single person on that island wants to get with her. Like, she is so desirable amongst the cast. Yeah. Uh, she's one of the top, I think up there with Brooke, um, just like every single person who talks to her seems to really be won over by her. And want to spend time with her, which yeah. is interesting. And it speaks to the, uh, like, she's quite a magnetic person. Yeah. Mm. Uh, who else? Who else have we got? We've got Connor. Oh, yeah. I didn't know who Connor was, but I've done a little bit of research and I've decided I like him. Okay, good, good, good. Um, he is from Becker's season of Bachelorette USA, mm-hmm. um, which I watched a little bit of, but I, I, don't, I don't remember him. Um, he was also on the most recent season of Bachelor in Paradise US. Yes. Um, so he is another uh, experienced player. He comes to it with some experience. What I like about Connor is that he seems to be cute and inoffensive. He mm. said that he was best known for throwing a man named Lincoln's picture in the pool. Uh, but as it turns out, Lincoln has gone on to become a registered sex offender. So <laughs> it's about as close as you can get to a victimless crime. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I didn't know about that. Mm, there you go. Uh, they've left that part out of the narrative. <laughs> kind of frames him in an interesting way, wouldn't yeah, you say? Literally. Mm. Um, uh, <laughs> so yeah, Connor's here. Yeah, I am looking forward to seeing what this possibility offers. I would like to say broadly that... That they have to cast two contestants from American Bachelor mm. in this season really indicates to me that they've done such a piss poor job of casting men on The Bachelorette. That's true. They have done badly in casting men on this show as well. I think. Yeah. Like, I think there's a lot of women here who are really interesting, who have a lot of interesting story. Like, I, it would be fascinating to see how long it takes for a bisexual man. True. Or you know, and like gender, you know, gender fluid. Yeah. Or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, I think, culturally speaking, there's a degree to which it is more acceptable. Sure. Or more sellable, mm-hmm. I guess, um, for women rather than men. Like, I've, you know. Yeah. It'll be very interesting to see if that's a conversation that we're having this year or in five, ten years. Or, True. You know. Um, but yes, we, for the meantime, we're making do with very, very hunky men from overseas <laughs> and... It's fine, mommy. It's fine. They yeah. they actually seem like nice people. So yeah, I think we'll we've done pretty well on these on guys. Yeah. yeah. Next up, Davy Lloyd is here. Yes, uh, from Sam Frost season. Was he on Bachelor in Paradise last? He year? He was on Paradise last time. Mm-hmm. I think Davy and Rachel must be on like a 
give a man a chance kind of contract because <laughs> both of them got such raw deals on last year's Paradise. Yeah. Davey, if you recall, he was kicked out. Yeah. Like first day, I think. Oh, yeah. The first rose ceremony because he was trying to get Florence's rose and she gave it to Jake. Yeah. Remember Jake? Yes. Ugh. Yeah, of course. Um, forget Jake. So Davey uh, was kicked off then. And then he's now back. And in the same way, Rachel only came at the end and got to... she. What was she shacked up with Amjar by the end of it? I think. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so neither of them really had a good run on Paradise last time. Yeah. So I think this time they're like, Davey, we'll bring you in early. You'll get a good go of it. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, think- the women have the power once again. So right. he must be shitting himself. I think... Maybe they're on retainer. Yeah, like they just <laughs> they just on contract for Bachelor whenever they a need them. Specific number of episodes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, he says people know me best for being cheeky. Okay. So this is something that Patty said as well. Patty mm. said um, what he does best is be cheeky and pull chicks. Now, cheeky is a code word for a little shit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, I think so. like, yeah. Cheeky is a code word for bad, but. In a socially forgivable way. I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, someone who maybe got a few detentions in high school or yeah. whatever for uh, various things. I don't know whether we're going to see uh, that play out in a crook kind of way or whether we're going to have some uh, laughable moments along the way with Davey. We yeah. definitely had one in episode three that we'll touch on yes. in a minute. Yeah. yeah. The last uh, new addition to the cast... Uh, was Jules, of course, not a new addition to the cast, but um, <laughs> someone who was on pretty briefly yep. in Ali's season. Um, remembered fondly for his butt tattoo yes. of the Vans, the Vans. That's right. Um, he was the Vans van driver. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he is the person on Paradise who I most see myself in. Yeah, he seems like kind of a real dude. Yeah. Um, um, he's think- He's like... I think I like w- what I like about him is he he's clearly a dork, yeah. But he's not being cast as like a completely off the wall crazy pants loony, yeah. Even though he's displaying most of the same characteristics that someone like Brittany, I think. True. Like he is like quite performative, I yep. think, in his own way. It's a little more muted. I'm not saying they're mm-hmm, exactly mm-hmm. the same, um, but I think like it's coming from a similar place of potentially like insecurity or you know yeah feeling like a bit of a fish out of water in this environment or and he is like he's so different from the rest of these people Mm. um and i I think there are lots of young men who might look at him and be like oh i identify more with you than i do with um american chunky (laughs) fucking um sesh lord yeah Uh, like so the way that they characterize him is important to me yes yeah yeah and and also like he uh, I, I like that he has, in a way, like become less wacky. He's shaved the mustache, right? Yeah. Right. But I think like that's a that's an important step in showing that like you can come good if yeah. you're feeling like you are characterized in a particular way or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not to say he's any better or worse or whatever, but like you know, people are capable of change. And um, I feel like he was just born ten years too late. Otherwise, he would be a huge Channel V star right now. Oh, true. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There's just something about him that says, like, uh, I, I'm a little bit extroverted and I'd be a great talker on TV. Yeah. And now he is being a good talker on TV, but maybe not in the way that, uh, right. I think that he could be best used. Yeah. He seems like a kill dude. Yeah. I yeah. like him. Mm. Um, okay. Let's do this. We usually uh, break this down sort of like blow by blow. That's the way that our podcast usually runs. But what we're going to try for Paradise 
just to see if it works. Particularly since they're airing so many episodes so three per episodes week. a week. What we're going to do is talk about it couple by couple. Yeah. Yeah. And we're kind of going to just try and break down what happened yep. with these couples and try and avoid talking about every single detail of every single thing. Yeah. Um, I'm busy. And yeah. It, like talk about uh, stock up and stock down on these uh, these couples, whether they have potential, yep. where they're going, what they're about and tie in the dates along the way. Yeah. Yeah. So naturally we must begin with the most important couple in paradise. Shannon and Patty, <laughs> right? <laughs> Shannon and Patty, wouldn't you say? <laughs> well, it's interesting. Shannon it's the and first Patty, thing that happens, right? It's the first date that happens, mm. yeah. Um, but it gives way to uh, another potential couple in Shannon and James, right? Um, so initially, James is there in paradise, and he spent all day with Shannon trying mm-hmm. to connect. And Shannon gives this confessional that's like, "He's treated me like a princess the entire time." Yeah. So I'm gonna choose Patty, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It comes pretty much out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, James, of course, is pretty surprised as well. Yeah. Patty's like, yeah, right. She's pretty nice She's looking. She's fit as fuck. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so they then go on uh, a date. Shannon picks him. She gets a date card. She picks Patty because he, quote, has just such a good vibe. What? Where is that coming from? Who? Like he has good vibraphone music whenever <laughs> he does something stupid. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That was particularly perplexing to me. Yeah. I don't think Patty has a very good vibe at all. No. Um, <laughs> what? You don't so like vibraphone music? No. Nice? <laughs> More of a marimba guy. <laughs> um, yeah, so they, I mean, they go on what seems to be a pretty nice day. I don't yeah. think they have any chemistry, True. really. Yeah. But, like, we watch them being serenaded by this, like, Fijian choir mm-hmm. with an acoustic guitar. They play this beautiful song. Ah, I know. How good was that? With yeah. harmonies and... Um, they're yeah. so drunk too. Oh yeah, <laughs> that like particularly Shannon on this date is fucking sloshed. She's blitzed. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, it finishes with a kiss. I would say <sighs> it, it finishes with this. Patty says, "I'm not going to try to kiss you." Yeah, and Shannon says, "Thank well, God." Well, <laughs> Shannon goes, "I feel really comfortable right now." Yeah, and Patty goes, "Oh yeah, okay. I'm not going to try and kiss you." And yeah. Shannon's like, "Okay, thank you." Appreciate it because she I, doesn't she have an experience of not wanting to kiss on the first date. She does date? want to kiss on the first date. Right. She didn't kick Miss Nick Cummins on right. the first date. Yeah, right. Um, and then uh, he says, "What would you do if I did kiss you?" We don't see her answer, uh, and then he kisses her. Um, we get the confessional from her over the top. That's like, "Well, look, I'm here to try new things." Yeah, and then she says, "It was relatively, considerably, uncomfortably awkward, but okay." Yep. You know, she's being upbeat about it. She's a very good sport. I don't think she deserved Patty's mouth to happen to her. <laughs> um, <laughs> Patty's not done, though, because he then goes on, on pretty immediately mm. to start chatting up Alicia. Right. Um, what is the appeal here? I don't know, but Alicia enters paradise with her radar set to Patty. Yeah. She's like full... She's, she's in full... Patty mode from the time that she gets there 
she really starts sort of flirting with him on that couch. Yeah. And she's like, Patty's like, have you been talking to anyone? And she's like, yeah, but I'm talking to the most important person right now. Right. Yeah, it's it's quite compelling. And I don't, I like, I don't understand why Patty is such hot property. Yeah, exactly. That's what's really surprising is like, yeah. nobody who watched him on Bachelorette would have yeah. thought like, oh, this guy will be hot shit. People will definitely want to get to know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it does suggest that uh, perhaps on the outside, these people presumably have met. Right? Maybe, yeah. Um, and so maybe they know Patty is someone who's a little bit different to the way that he's been presented on the TV show. Mm. Uh, but is there a possibility that even in Paradise, he is behaving himself better than we think? Perhaps, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we're only getting the bits that are selectively edited. But he's consented to that and we can only judge on what we are shown. Right. Mm. It, it, it is interesting that that continues to be a narrative thread over the next couple of episodes, though. True. Yeah. Um, Patty... And Alicia's romance is sort of They're a on key again. cog. It's so funny. <laughs> on again, off again, will they, won't they? One day relationship. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's the thing as well. You forget about this show. Is like it's shot over the course of I think two, maybe three weeks. Yeah. So everything you're seeing is is like you're basically watching it in real time. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're watching so much of this show. Yeah. It's an hour and a half episode, three nights a week. I know. It's so funny. It's Pat, like, so I don't Patty... feel like Big Brother, a show whose <laughs> whole I, like the whole premise was you are seeing it every minute of every day. I don't think they included this much footage of that show. No. So weird. weird. Uh, like, okay, so Patty very quickly moves on to Alicia. As soon as Shannon reveals that she's not into Patty, Alicia's yep. like, I'm diving in. Yeah, yeah. And by like an hour, like... 10 minutes passes on the show and they're fully making out. They're right on top of each other. Mm-hmm. By the start of the next episode, they've broken up. Yep. What happens is that in the rose ceremony, Nathan, who is Patty's mate, does not give a rose to Kat. Yeah, and that's a that's a broken... It's a cardinal sin, <laughs> according to Alicia. Yeah. So Alicia's upset that her boyfriend's friend mm. didn't give a rose to her friend. Mm. And Nathan instead chose Crazy Britney. Right. Yeah. Which, um, how could you? Because clearly she's undesirable. <laughs> she's subhuman. <laughs> she's a freak. <laughs> this is so, like, and this is the funny thing. Mm. Um, so, as a result of this, the breakdown in conversation is that Patty's like, right, I'm going to dump her. Yeah. And they go and sit in the cabana. Yeah. And Patty is like, he, his confessional, and it's so funny. He, he says, I'm going to do this as respectfully as possibly. Mm. And it turns into this fucking furor. Yeah, where he's he, terrible. Uh, like, he evidently is trying to do what he thinks is respectful. He's heard about respect. Yeah. He's heard of it. Yeah. He... And he approaches this with, like, I think that he's being sincere in what he is doing, in that he is trying to be respectful. Mm. It turns into him storming off. He's not strictly <laughs> equipped with the skills. <laughs> That's it, you know? Points for trying, certainly. Right, right. And Alicia does not handle this very well. Mm. She says, I think you're full of fucking shit, Patty. <laughs> Which, wouldn't we all love the yeah. opportunity to say that to Patty's <laughs> face? Let's be real. Um, <laughs> so, uh, concludes their relationship, but it does not conclude Patty going around paradise telling everyone about the breakup. Which is one of the best <laughs> moments of this week on TV, I think, is the editing of this sequence where he tells what seems to be an identical story to roughly <laughs> six to ten people. <laughs> and he's in the like all these different positions and he's like stringing together this one story and you see the back of Richie's head and then, oh, wait, no, it tricked you. It's the back of someone else's head. Yeah. It's really funny. It's great. Uh, are we done with Patty? Are we done with Patty and Alicia? I guess so. Um, 
Patty comes up again a little bit later, but I want to discuss Patty in the context of Brooke and yeah. Brooke's series of suitors. Yeah. Let's talk about Richie now. Yeah. Richie and Alex, mm-hmm. done and dusted. Yeah. I don't see any potential for a rekindling in Paradise. Do no. you? No, I'm sure Network 10 would love it. Um, I don't see it happening at all. And I think that's for the best. I agree. Yeah. But I think the way that their relationship will inform how everything else works is still very interesting. That's totally it. So it's one of those pivot, like fulcrum relationships for Paradise that a lot of drama will will hinge off. Like a fulcrum. Right, just like a just like, like a, a fulcrum bulk or a hinge <laughs> or a fulcrum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Richie and Cat, though. Yeah, that's uh, a different machination. Cat mm. thinks that there's really something there. Not two people I would ever have necessarily put together in my mind. Yep. Um, although I could see it. It's interesting. I don't think that even Cat could see it. She was like, "Who knew? I've got a crush on Richie." Yeah. And it's it, and the way that that plays out is. Then Kat and Cass telling Rachel that they're also interested in Richie. Right. And Rachel... Rachel? <laughs> That's their couple okay, name? Yeah, yeah. Rachel's quite possessive of Richie in this moment. Yes. When she realizes that Richie is available, uh, she's like, he's my bachelor. That's the interesting thing. that yeah. um, Because this is the first time we've had a bachelor slash bachelorette appear on Paradise... Mm. We've never seen this level of possessiveness of like, well, I deserve another crack at him because yeah. like I missed out first time around, but we've got history. Why would you why would you want another crack at that? Yeah. He turned you down after hometowns. He right. met your family. He took you as far as pretty much as far as you can go in this competition and mm. he said no thanks. I guess part of it is wanting some more closure on that. Probably. And also wanting to see if you know, if they're really decided, like you yeah. see if you can pry open those like doors or whatever. Richie's decided though. Richie's pretty much made <laughs> up his mind. Yeah. He's I like, mean, it was a while ago. Yeah. Uh, it's like two, three years now. We had different microphones back then. <laughs> it's it's so like we lived in different cities. True. Uh, it's it's just such a wild uh, bow to to draw around Cat and Rachel, mm. where they both are fighting over this man. And he's not interested in either of them. <laughs> yeah. So Kat leaves the show because Richie doesn't give her a rose. And then Nathan gives his rose to uh, Crazy Britney. Yes. And that's that's kind of the end of her narrative where she's like, nah, see you later. Hmm. And then when Richie doesn't give his rose to Rachel either, she falls over. <laughs> she does. A, not. It's like one of the most interesting reaction shots I've ever seen. She wants to be queuing it up for a while. <laughs> either that, okay, either that, or it wasn't actually from that moment. It was a genuine fall, oh, and yeah. the producers just cut it in <laughs> because it's very funny in that moment. True. But the timing of it is impeccable. It's really well put together. Yes. Yeah. I want to say just a general word of praise for the editing of great. these few episodes. As much as certain parts do feel like they're dragging on or something like that, there are a lot of really strong choices. Yes. One of which I noticed on a rewatch is that... Um, I think based on my experience last year in Paradise, not my, I, didn't, I, didn't go there. I mean, watching it, although it felt like we were there. Yeah. Um, uh, so immersive. Right. Well, I watched it in 4K 3D. <laughs> I watched it in 40X. <laughs> you know, I went to see Tim Burton's Dumbo in 40X. Oh, did you? Yeah. I still think that's a bad name for him. Do you know what? what? Oh, Dumbo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Uh, do you know what 40X is? No. It's like 3D. Yeah. Um, but also the chairs you're in like move around and you oh. get sprayed with water and you get like, there's like lightning in the theater and steam and they oh. pump in smells and stuff like that. I would watch that. It was really good. I would go and see something. I would watch an episode about Bachelor in Paradise. Holy shit. In 40X. I would pay so much money. Because apparently, I was reading yeah. up about this, the post-conversion process to get something put into 40X doesn't really take that long. Interesting. Like, there's software that can just automatically detect what kind of needs to happen. Yeah. And then, like, you sprinkle in the water when it feels like water needs to get sprinkled in or whatever. When they're in the water. Or, like, for example, when Vanessa Sunshine is smelling the shirts. Right. Like, you, you could smell them all too. That's it. You get James's cologne. You get maybe um, uh, Alex B's beard oil. Yep. You get the smell of money that Richie rubs <laughs> under his armpits. That's how I got the name. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We're up to Richie and Cass. Richie and Cass. Now, this is interesting because Cass's whole narrative is being in love with The Bachelor, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, who would have thought, like, this is genius that she is met with another The Bachelor <laughs> and, and suddenly like, she's like, "This, I don't know what it is about him, yeah. but he's just got something. That's really By appealing. the transference of Bauer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How interesting. Isn't that fascinating? It is. It's really cool. Um, I don't know. I, this is the first active relationship that we've got. Richie and Cass still in play at the time of recording. Right. Stock up. I think that this is something that is going to continue. And mm -hmm. uh, I feel positive uh, for both of them about this. And it would be nice if it worked out and she was just in love with the wrong The Bachelor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Cass, I mean, she, she, one of the things that Richie. I'm sorry, that Honey Badger was characterized by was this sort of aloofness. Yep. This being slightly above wanting to really get down into the, like, relationship with anyone. Having a bunch of catchphrases. <laughs> it's true, yeah. yeah. But I'm just thinking, like, these are things that I could also say about Richie. Definitely. It's like he is not the most emotionally invested person. Yep. Um, or at least hasn't been up till now. Mm. And it seems that that is a continuing trend based on the chat that he had with Alex certainly like something that he brings outside of the house <laughs> the house <laughs> the know. bachelor mansion yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah I wonder if that is a dynamic that I guess obviously like that dynamic is uh not strictly ideal for everyone, but like the, you know, if that's what Cass is looking for um, and wasn't able to get from Honey Badger, then like by all means. Yeah, good, um, go for it. Um, Nathan and Vanessa Sunshine, we've discussed. I move to skip over it. Mm -hmm. Let's move to Nathan and Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> is this an active relationship? Another one of the iconic <laughs> So what happened here? He just picked her at the rose ceremony yes, and no, everyone was shocked. Do. That's right. Okay, <laughs> but, right, why not? <laughs> right? Well, okay, because here's the thing. We miss we uh, underestimated Nathan. I, I think, think so too, yeah. And I am making the argument that I think we are... Well, maybe not us, mm. but I think the show and the viewers may also be underestimating Brittany. Yes. There's more to her than meets the eye, so perhaps the two of them could transform their love. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, That is the relationship. I'm going to say stock down, but... I, oh, it's the Max. relationship that I hold the most hope for in my heart. I'm very curious to see if, <laughs> if anything is going to happen there. Or whether it was just like, this is like just a... What is that? What kind of ball do you throw when it's a... Spin? You know, a spinner? Spin ball? You know, in bowling, when you throw a ball and it goes in the wrong direction. Oh, wrong in? 
Oh, you look like the, I don't know why I fucking asked. <laughs> <laughs> Something interesting. Anyway. Um, it's out of left field. Oh, hello. Is that a thing? Yeah, but that's not uh, like, I don't I think that's a baseball. Yeah. yeah you did it. All right. Okay. Now, Nathan and Rachel is another relationship. Uh-huh. Nathan's getting around. Yeah. Now, Nathan and Rachel plays out in kind of an unexpected way. Mm-hmm. I didn't uh, think that there would be two people who would come together. And I think that they were maybe forced together because of the circumstance Everyone else was coupling up and they kind of got together. But Nathan seemed keen on Rachel mm-hmm. and Rachel treated Nathan like he was the pool boy at her condo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, li- I kind of like that vibe for her. Yeah. Um, I will say Bill picked Rachel in the rose ceremony. Yes. So there are a few hands on the ball. <laughs> we going with sports metaphor? There you go. I keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, that's one I'll keep my eye on. I liked um, that Nathan stood up for himself though mm. at the point at which where he was like, okay, cool. I'm going to see if there is anything actually there with Rachel or not. And Rachel was like, how old are you? And he kept being like, look, I can't make myself any older. Right. He's you like, know? I'm aging as fast as I can. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that that was pretty cool from him. And mm. when it got to the point where he had kind of realized that she had been stringing him down the garden path a little bit, that he was maybe a security blanket for her mm. to get a rose from someone else. Yeah. Uh, he was like, look, if you keep waiting for Richie, you're going to miss out on the best things in life. Yeah. It was smart and good, and I was proud of him for standing up for himself. And it's a good argument in his favor. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Nathan's last relationship is his most recently materialized, his connection with Brooke. So, they have a date. Mm-hmm. Um, it's this interesting physics-based date that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Which involves... Um, like, Osha... The, the setup for it is Osha announces that most of the men said that they wanted to meet Brooke... And most of the women said that they wanted to meet Bill, which mm. is nuts. Um, <laughs> Why? Brooke makes sense. Bill does not. But, uh, yeah. Uh, not a popular figure in my <laughs> estimation, but there you go. But so they, they get to go on a date with some of the people who chose them. And so Bill picks Alex Nation mm. and Brooke picks Nathan. And so we get, I mean, there is this interesting like diving based date. I guess maybe we could talk about, um, I just think it looks fun. It's it not, does look quite fun. It's not like a date. Yeah, no uh, one's really seriously getting to know each other on this date, mm. um, but I they are say, like, slamming each other into water. Yeah, the main thing that occurs to me from this date is that Alex and Brooke are getting to know each other, Yeah, which is like an interesting thing when you think about the fact that they did not invite each other on this date. They just wound up there at the same time. Yeah. But I don't know why Bill thought... <laughs> why would he pick her? Yeah. yeah. It just He's like, well, I know that um, they're looking to explore things a little bit more with each so other. So I might give her an opportunity. So I'm going to let that happen in front of me. Jesus. Whilst I'm on a date with one of them. This is so, it's so cooked. I think there's a good chance, mm. and I don't want to paint with too broad of a brush, but there's a good chance that Bill maybe has not encountered a lot of bisexual people. True. And he doesn't really know how it works, and maybe he doesn't believe <laughs> it exists. Could I be put on the record saying that? I don't know. Um, so, yeah, on this date, there's but a bunch that materializes. Yeah, well, that's right. So, so at the end of this, Nathan and Brooke get some alone time. They're mm-hmm. drinking champagne on the beach. Uh, and I think Nathan's personality really opens up here. Yeah. Um, like, he is quite a good listener. He is allowing Brooke some space to explore her feelings. Yes. And, like, because that's the thing. It is, like, episode one or two or something like that. Yeah. And we are 
basically just meeting everyone and they're all just kind of like mushing up against each other and seeing what works. Everyone's just like, here we go. Yeah. What happens? Right. So I think it is so good and so open-minded of him to be like, look, there's a lot going on right now. Yeah. If you need to take some time and talk to a few people, I get it. Yeah. Um, he says like, I know you're pursuing stuff with Alex, who we'll talk about. And he's like, and other Alex. Yeah. Uh, like, so I, I thought that was a cool move. From, from Nathan. Like, surprisingly mature. Yeah. From one of the younger people there. I'd say the youngest person Maybe, there. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Um, so, cool. Good yeah. on you. Um, like, now. we don't need to... <laughs> <laughs> He's not a national hero, but... Uh, <laughs> on a show like this, he can feel like one. You wish that more people approached it with that kind of attitude. True. Now, Brooke is not done, because on this date, she also has Alex Nation. Right. This is exciting. Yes. We've talked a little bit earlier about how we're hopefully not going to be queer baited on this season. Yeah. And I loved that they seem to be very slowly getting to know each other. And I love that Alex Nation said, we kind of don't know what to do with each other. Yeah. I like that too. Um, I think to me, like, it could so easily be, even if it's not queer baiting per se, yeah. in a way that we've seen before where it looks like something's going to happen and then it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It could also go too far in... Oh, I don't want to say it's the other direction, but I don't like the idea of like them feeling obliged to do something together because of this moment. Yeah. like I don't like the idea of uh, the producers putting some of these queer people together and then just expecting them to start making out or anything like that. That's true. I think that there was intention um, from from both of them. Like in Confessionals, they've both said, look, Brooke's someone that I'd like to meet on the inside or yeah. Alex is someone that I'd like to meet on the inside. Right. So it does seem like they're going into this hoping that one of those people will be there. Right. There's a genuine like curiosity. And yeah. um, you can see that starting to come forward in yeah. their interactions and that kind of thing. I think it was just like really genuinely... Pretty nice. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why Alex is going for another person from Perth, but... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, True, it didn't work out before. (laughs) Who's going to come visit? (laughs) Yeah. Well... Yeah. Brooke also has a connection with Alex B., the American. Right. Yeah. He's very hunky. He's very hunky, and we get a lot of confessionals from Brooke talking about how hot he is. Truly. (laughs) That may be... Well, I don't know if that's as far as it goes, necessarily, Mm. because it does feel like they are... It's such a it's such an uphill battle. Yeah. When you have an international um, come in, because it's like, what are we really doing here? How genuine can this connection be? We right. saw it play out last season where Grant picked Ali to be the Bachelorette. Yeah. And then it didn't work out, did <laughs> That's it? It's not so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. God, <laughs> I almost forgot. About that. Okay, so that covers all of Brooks' relationships except for this one. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Patty and Brooke. Yeah. It's happening. Hell yeah. The <laughs> romance we're all waiting for. Uh, it's so The funny. original uh, Jack and... Uh, <laughs> Jackta. <laughs> what? Because well, he's jacked. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was doing a Titanic thing. Ah, uh, good, good. Couldn't even What's remember Rose's name. Oh, that's right. Little did it. That Jack <laughs> and Bruce. <laughs> I nearly Patty said and Brooke. I nearly said Jack and Sally from Nightmare on Elm Street <laughs> slash Blink-182 song. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> oh yeah, the podcast goes on <laughs> um, Long after the thrill <laughs> of podcasting is gone <laughs> Long after Kelly oh. <laughs> Goodbye <laughs> um, Patty and Brooke's not going to work out mm. Patty puts a lot of pressure on Brooke for it to work out <laughs> It's really bad So his, his oh, What is this, the line? Patty decides 
basically at the end of episode two, is it? Yeah. That he has liked Brooke since the start. <laughs> he makes this announcement. <laughs> I think it's the first we're hearing about it. Um, and then he, like, in the middle of the night, like, comes to her room and uh, decides to try and bother her. Yeah. Is that really the beginning weird. of it? Is, yeah, he yeah. does. Bothering is exactly what he does. Yeah. She's wearing Alex B's sweatshirt at this time. <laughs> and he's like, you're the one that I've wanted all along. You're yeah. all I've thought about all of today. <laughs> He's like, I literally, for the past 45 minutes, can't get you off my mind. Like, <laughs> so I better explore it and pursue you relentlessly yeah. until she eventually finally is like, fuck off. Yeah, because she is like, um, Patty, that's really flattering. I'm not really going to... Yeah. If the optics on this aren't too good, I'm not going to talk to you about this right now. Yeah. I'm going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but you need to know this. Like, and then the next day, he keeps going with it. Yeah. It's It's... Poor form It's really um, shocking And this is the thing Like I understand This is why I understand Alicia's perspective um, In their breakup On As Patty? well Yeah oh, yeah Okay I thought you meant To begin with When no, she no, was no. very <laughs> with <it>. <laughs> No like I understand Alicia coming out of it Being like Patty was so forceful And he wouldn't stop talking Yeah And that's precisely What we see here that With tracks. Brooke mm. Yeah mm. Um, Now who's next Oh American Connor Mm. Let's talk about what's going on with him because he and Shannon have developed quite a nice little relationship. Yeah, and honestly, like, because they paddle out into the middle of the water together. Yeah. Uh, and they just kind of have a bit of a chat and uh, it kind of seems pretty nice. Yeah, we don't have anything of Connor's personality yet, really. Mm. Um, but that was kind of his thing uh, in the US season, apparently, that he was entirely unproblematic the yeah. entire way. He might just be a nice man. He plays baseball. Yeah, uh, played for the Braves, I believe, which is like, a, that's hot shit. That's okay. cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, to be a professional baseball player. Um, Takes a lot of bravery. There you go. Connor, Shannon, we like it. Stock up feels like they might be one of those p- uh, couples who stick around. Remember like Eden and Nina last season? Yeah. Yeah. Cause, and uh, particularly like just wanting to get away from it all type of thing, which seemed to be what they did for a lot of the time. Totally. And they did kind of crash and burn towards the end. Yeah. Um, uh, that burnt in flaming hell. Yeah. Um, hopefully this one won't. Yeah. Stock up, I say. Mm. Now, Alex Nation has another suitor in James. She is hot property. <laughs> she is, uh, yeah, one of the most pursued uh, contestants this season for sure. Mm. Um, James, unfortunately, is a little bit hard done by here because Alex Nation is actually interested in Bill. So right. it's a second swing and a miss for James. Yeah. Um, who is, as we speak, firing up the barbecue, uh, <laughs> cooking some snags and crying. He's like, at least Xavier wants me. <laughs> 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 um, which is a shame. I think James is great. Yeah. Yeah. He seems like one of those just generally inoffensive type of guys. Yeah. And someone who um, is there to try and meet your needs. Like she gets back Alex from that date with Bill. Mm. And he's like, hey, I got you a margarita. I know you love them. Yeah. Straight into her hand. And she's like, oh, you're not making this easy, mate. And mm. he's not, because mm. he's a nice man. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's a shame about, about James. But what's even more of a shame is that Alex has decided to kiss Bill. Yeah. 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 They get back from that date, and she's like, there's something so, so special about Bill, and the kiss that they, they shared was so magnetic, and she said that she was staring at his lips and mm. his eyes. She seems very, very smitten by Bill. So I... 
basically, I was watching this with my girlfriend, Evie. Neither mm-hmm. of us could really pay a lot of attention to Bill and Alex Nation talking. Yeah. Because Alex has the most incredible, like, perfect smoky eye yeah. in this scene. Yeah. And, uh, like, it's just really very distracting. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what they talked about. And then all of a sudden they're kissing. I'm like, where did this come How from? How did this happen? Um, but Alex is, like, really into him. And then moments later, Bill lies about this kiss to Rachel. Yes. Um, and he says it never happens. And then he says it's not over between him and Rachel. So yeah. I'm like, oh, God, this is ghoulish. It's really bad. So basically, Alex is super, super smitten by Bill. And on the way back from this chat, so basically the chat is, we're going to break up with our other people yeah. and be with each other. Yeah. And so Bill says to Alex, I'm just going to be honest with her. I'm all into you 100%. Mm-hmm. Smash cut to Bill saying to Rachel, I'm all over the shop with everything. There's obviously something with you. Alex and I never kissed. I'm still into you. I want to explore and I'm going to explore. It's not done between me and you. Oh boy. What a hot piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, you can't do that. That's like, just bad. Paradise you're is... You're on camera. Right. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't know. You're on literal camera. <laughs> Do you think that they're not going to show that? Paradise is all about... It's such a fine balance because Paradise, like I've once referred to it as Fuck Island. Yeah. Because essentially the idea is like you have to explore a lot of connections with a lot of people because you need to make sure you get a rose so that you can go forward. Sure. So there is a certain amount of like playing the field that needs to, to use a sports metaphor, that needs to take (laughs) place. Great. But also like you can't just blazonly lie to someone's face. You can't like, I don't know if it's editing two different conversations uh, together. It's not. It's really not. It's not. It's It's, like, it's wild. It's, it's so like, especially when your reputation is being the dude who lied to the other girl about the nature of your relationship with another woman. (laughs) It's totally true. What are you known for, Bill? Because if you don't remember, he's like, his thing was introducing the bachelorette to his ex, <laughs> who he lied about whether or not they had been dating. Uh, yeah, it's not it's, good. It's like doesn't, history doesn't repeating. Well, Bill. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay, we've covered off that relationship. All that we have left is uh, for on the Bill front is Rachel. Mm. Now Rachel's also into Bill for some magic reason. Yeah. Basically, Richie doesn't give her a rose. And Bill does give her a rose, and she's like, I love Bill now. Yes. Have you seen these roses? They're very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's fine. I mm. think Rachel becomes uh, instantly as possessive of Bill as she is of Richie, mm. which is a... Uh, it's a bit of an interesting character trait, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Bullet dodged. Yeah. Yeah. But she's still kind of into Bill. Stock down on this relationship and stock down on Bill's relationship Uh, with Alex There's going to be a confrontation. There's going to be something that plays out. And the other thing that I would like to say is that Rachel must have such a complex about Alex Nation. What makes you say that? Well, she lost Richie to Alex Nation and now she's competing with Alex Nation for Bill. There must be a thing with her um, that is so... uh, It's funny because it's not an explicit rivalry. They don't seem to go head to head at all. No. Um, but you can hear Alex say in confessional, I can feel Rachel's eyes on me whenever we're together. Right. Uh, speaking of Bill and speaking of Richie. Yeah. It's, they must be two women who have the same taste in the same kind of men. I guess. Um, and it's Rachel situation to be came in. off second best or fourth best in their last encounter. Right. Uh, let's, let's see how this materializes. Mm, mm. I think it'll be messy. Yep. 
Um, and it seems like the kind of problem that won't be solved by a rose ceremony either. No. Like, because there's enough interest in all of these key players yeah. that it's going to just have to keep going. Well, this is the thing. Like, it'll be fascinating to see who Rachel... If Rachel is given the opportunity to give her rose out before Alex Nation, mm. Mm. and she gives things. it to Bill, yeah, then we're going to see something really interesting develop. Yeah, uh, and conversely, we're going to see Rachel be uh, embarrassed for a second time if Bill chooses to give his rose to Alex Nation. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Next. You is, know what's funny is yeah. like because there's three episodes, it's going to be such fucking old news. <laughs> <by> <laughs> next time, like, <laughs> Next is Alicia and Jules. Okay. We like this, right? This works. Yeah. Yeah. It seems fine. Why not? Yep. Give it a go. Yeah. They both seem like interesting people who are connecting on an intellectual and an expression level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're both people who we know someone who has met them. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so go forth and be merry. <laughs> we like them. Also, the Vans are a huge band. Oh, yeah. They've kind of blown up. They have. It's really good for them. They got the batchy bump. They got that batchy bump. And Wait, now they, all I'm of a sorry, sudden... I'm sorry. They got the batchy bum bump. <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden, we, I was at a show. It must have been like I saw I saw a band downstairs at the factory mm-hmm. at a theatre in Sydney, and they had booked the upstairs, which is a much higher capacity Shit. venue. Yeah. And they had like hordes of underage like under 18 fans yeah coming through to see that them. so we played a gig there a little while ago at yes. the factory downstairs small venue with an american band and upstairs i'm just bragging now upstairs yeah. was jay maskers yeah. from dinosaur jr which is huge a huge gig yeah so to put them on that level of like they're a band who can now book that kind of venue yeah sick yeah go the vans yeah and go jewels mm-hmm. okay that leaves us with the last one i prefer doc martin <laughs> yeah Actually, I do have fans. <laughs> we should put. I'm okay. You know what? I've okay. I've got a tattoo on my butt. Yes. I was gonna hold on to this, but I feel like now's <laughs> the time to mention it. So I'm just gonna hold the mic okay, up there, okay, and it okay. is for our band. <laughs> so we're gonna get this uh, incredible surgeon publicity and stuff as well. Great. Oh wow. Yep. There That's it is. Goodness. What do you think? Mm, it's really impressive. It's quite explicit, isn't it? Um. <laughs> Alicia and Davey is the last couple that we'll touch on yeah. for this episode. Mm-hmm. It concludes in a... Co- they go on a date together. See, Alicia, I think, is just like, yeah, I'll take it. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we'll go on a date. And she is exploring these connections after she goes through with Patty. And she has the um, Patty Who confessional <laughs> yeah. where she winks at the camera. She's very good at confessional. But Patty, cool. <laughs> <laughs> the Alicia and Davey date wraps up like this. Alicia says, I think we might be having a bit of a platonic connection. Yeah. And Davey says... What does platonic mean? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're having this like date where a local artist is painting them. Yeah. And they're sort of sitting together, not having a lot of like relationship chemistry. Mm. Certainly having some fun. Yeah. Having some laughs. Um, hanging out. Hanging out as buds. Uh, and then the artist reveals that he has painted the two of them kissing. <laughs> and he's like, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah? You want to... Mm, huh? mm. <laughs> and they're just like... Mm. <laughs> I think I left the oven on. It's about time to... In yeah. uh, paradise. Hit the I think bowl. I left the coconut on. <laughs> 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 okay, so that's all the couples that we've got. Yeah. 
future predictions. What's going to happen? I beg to... I hope to God that we see a little more Weiss. Yes. This is my, like, stray observation for this season. <laughs> is like, three episodes in, he has had next to no dialogue yeah. and no camera time at all. Precious little time from Weiss. Even when we heard him, right. we didn't see him. He was off camera. Yeah. He was like... We saw the back of his head once or twice. It's clearly still him, I think. Weiss is the dude at the cocktail bar, if you don't know. Right. Yeah. Who nearly came on the podcast. <laughs> Very close to it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it could nearly happen again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I can almost promise that he will almost be on the podcast this season. (laughs) So, (laughs) please stay almost tuned. Uh, Uh, What else? I think that my prediction is We've got some new people coming in, right? Oh, yeah. uh, We know that Ivan, Ivan, is going to come in. Right. Yeah. I um, thought he was a shoe in for Dancing with the Stars. It, he should have been. But in fact, it's been six months since The Bachelor, right? So he's obviously complete, completed filming step up already <laughs> Yeah, over in America. That happened. And he's famous now and ready to settle down with his seven kids in the order. Boy, boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl, boy. <laughs> Maybe in paradise, he will find that satisfying gender balance. <laughs> <laughs> Not amongst children, but amongst Ooh. adults. Yeah, um, so I think Ivan's coming in. Did you see anyone else who you were like, oh, that person's coming? Can't remember now. Me neither. Yeah. All right. Um, I think the There are some uh, people I really hope don't. Yeah, well, hopefully we don't get Charlie, but I hope we get some people from some older seasons. Isn't it so stacked? I mean, you, I guess you kind of expect this just to pull in more recent viewers, but yeah. it's so stacked with like Honey Badger's season. Yeah. Um, I hope that we, like, I would like to see Florence again. I think she came up pretty well last time yep. in Paradise and seems like the sort of person who, what's she doing? You know, bring, know, bring her back. Why not? Yeah, and I don't know if there's anyone else who I was particularly um, excited for from Last Paradise. Can we please just bring back Vanessa Sunshine? Like, she, Give she her was there for like go. 15 minutes. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, she's really good. I hope that she does it again next year if they give her the opportunity. Yeah. Kira and Jared are coupled up. Jake is not going to do it. Uh, Megan might do it, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Strong male characters is what we need because there aren't any of them. And the one that we know that they're bringing in Mm. is the man who blended an entire avocado. (laughs) Let him do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Let him put a whole pineapple in a blender or something. uh, Like, what is his I'm best remembered for? (laughs) (laughs) There's no chance it's anything else, right? We already had someone remembered for their dance moves who was not a dancer. That's right. So their dance move thing is off the table. It can't be that. He's the avocado blender He's definitely the avocado blender boy. I'm best remembered for my incredible uh, guacamole (laughs) recipe. (laughs) I'm best remembered for being in the unreleased sixth Step Up movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. Are we done? I feel like we have to cut it off. Yep. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us again. Thank you. Hopefully, I feel like this new format worked. Yeah. Yeah, we you might pursue what? this for we, next time as well. <laughs> we had a feeling this would be shorter. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It wasn't, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll we'll take this format on a second date next week. Oh, how nice. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Um, how long till hometown? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, one important thing about this show is that we did actually come here to make friends. It's true. So if you would like to, we are hopefully going to be quite active on social media again. Yes. Haven't had a lot to post. And one thing I've noticed, one thing I traditionally do with this show is I'll take photos of myself in front of like street uh, posters and publicity and oh, stuff. Oh yeah, what's with this? There's no billboards There's there? no billboards yeah. anywhere. Where's Apollo? Bring Apollo back. Hell yeah. Yeah. Listeners, if you see any marketing materials for Bachelor in Paradise at all, and I mean any, yeah, take a photo, send it in. Please, on we would media. love to see that. We'll repost yeah. it because I'm curious if they've done any. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bumming me out. Yeah, um, um, but yes, we were, we we're all over social media at Boh Pod. 
Twitter, Instagram. The whole the whole kit and caboodle. I barely fucking touched the Facebook page. Me neither. Yeah. Uh, don't go there. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see <laughs> don't you. Don't go there. <laughs> we'll see you on the internet if we don't see you on the podcast in yes. a week or so. That's right. Uh, come on back. Same time, same place. Yep. We'll, uh, what do we say? Until that time, we wish you... Nothing but the absolute very best. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Goodbye. 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 <laughs> Must be for me searching for a sign